volume 11 back after a long, long, well-deserved break. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Ricky Boom. Beam, how you doing, buddy? Oh, man. Dude, I am doing so well. Uh, I wish I was doing a little bit better. I, uh, this past uh, this past year has been exhausting on my body. And um, we've had to take this sweet-ass hiatus from, from the podcast and among other things. But I'm, I'm doing really well, man. I'm in full-on recovery mode. Full-on recovery yeah. mode. Well, I, I, I suppose it's probably the best time of the year to mm-hmm. kind of get rested up because we're gearing up for something big here. Oh, yeah. Something big here next weekend. We got that OKC tournament coming, and I think we're both feeling good about it. I think we are. I think we are. both our teams are kind of positioned to do some serious damage. I think uh, Daddy's for sure is positioned to, to make a better run at it. Um, Striking Vipers uh, with Adam Sale and, and Travis Beal, the captains Alex. there. Alex Sale, right? Yeah, you said. I think you said Adam. I'm not 100 sure. We get to, we rewind it later on. Either way, you fucked up my rhythm <laughs> on purpose. Go ahead, bro. go ahead, go ahead. I go was ahead. on fucking high mode. Anyways, um, uh, yeah, I think uh, we're both positioned to do well. I think I think the daddies are definitely positioned to do a little bit better um, on the high end of the tournament. Knock on wood. But damn, dude, is this? I'm like super looking forward to this OKC championship. It's gonna be fun. It, um, honestly, uh, this weekend, uh, the 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 docket of games that we have lined up, there can be so much movement amongst the top portion of the rankings mm-hmm. here. It's gonna be really exciting uh, to see. I know uh, we've kind of highlighted some games to keep an eye on. I know I've got a couple of games that I'm keeping my eye on. I have to ref uh, one of the, the the better ones of the day at the very start of the, mm-hmm. the you know the, the day tomorrow at, at 10 a.m. With ISIS and bad company. All right, well, look, that's the second half of the yeah, podcast. Yeah, before we jump into that. Don't fucking bury the sorry, lead. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Let's, we got, right, keep we us got, on task. We got so much things. We, we, we left out so many things we haven't covered, and we got to get all this stuff out let's there. Let's do it. Let's do it. Lead um, me. Lead us. Okay, let's talk about that Kickmania slow pitch we hosted. Kickmania. Hey, like, honestly, I hope you guys had a blast. I know I had it was it was a labor of love for me and I mm-hmm. really do hope that you guys all had a great time doing it. I feel like it was the kickball event of the summer. Oh yeah. Let's definitely definitely I mean obviously Vegas was a big thing. Yeah. But I think anywhere on the Pacific Northwest by far up until now that I would say those two events were were the biggest events of the summer. Yeah. Um single day events at least. Yeah. yeah. No, and 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 they were so fun. Uh, we got to see people that we hadn't seen in a long time or pl- been able to play kickball against mm-hmm. uh, or with in, in, in a base long time. Gods. Yeah, base gods came down from Seattle. Um, Sean yeah. Anderson made an appearance. He, yeah. he hasn't been playing. Anderchuk. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, Anderson came out and you know it looked like he had a good time. Yeah. He was all smiles. And, and uh, you know, there were some really good teams. Kyle Shore. Yeah, Kyle made an appearance. Yeah. Uh, he hasn't played since. I think he broke him. <laughs> I think he broke. I think he broke shorter. Uh, Brandon Royce. Yeah, Royce came out. Um, but now he's playing with Daddies. Uh, yeah, it was us. really nice to see a lot of these faces that were, you know, um, pillars of the community, and then make their way back out and uh, participate after this big long layoff for everybody. Well, I mean, let, let's talk a little bit about how that tournament shook out, because you know, you you were fortunate enough to play in both of the championship games. So hold up. So not only was I fortunate to play in both championship games, but we've agreed that next season I'm not playing and you will be playing. Is that what? Well, I mean, listen, I'm down. I, I, right. I, 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 all right. So I learned a lot about myself this year. I learned that I am comfortable with the idea of not playing if it means that I am um, con- still finding a way to contribute to facilitating kickball. everybody else's good. Yeah, time. absolutely. It was so rewarding yeah. for me, um, and and. 
I learned I learned that that was something that I was capable of, and I'm interested in seeing what else I could do. With that I'm gonna tell you, it was extremely exhausting for me because I had I had all like the backbone duties. I had a field set up. I had um, the tear down, and then I had to manage a team or participate on a team, um, and that was a lot. That was a lot. You know, feeling like obligated to represent the tournament and play on a team. You know, and you know everybody's competitive juices goes up and down, and, and you want it. You want everybody wants to win. Let's let's not bullshit yourselves. Everybody wants to win at everything. Yeah. You know, um, I was exhausted, terribly exhausted, and plus it, it it kind of felt like I didn't really get to enjoy the day. Like I was always too busy um, trying to make sure that that the, that the tournament fields were set up, or we had the right umpires, the right you know, and I didn't get to be a good teammate mm. per se. You know. But let's talk about it. Uh, Liz Donovan uh, brings Big City Slams, and uh, they represent really well. Wins the slow pitch tournament. Yeah, that was a that was a great game yeah. too. That was well, the game wasn't so great. Uh, it was a great tournament for Departed, but that that uh, oh that was the that, that was, was the blow the, he, the heavy one sided yeah. the game. Sixteen to uh, uh, Big City Slams really put it on Departed, and I I can't recall another time. I mean, I can. That that's a lie. I just—it's not definitely not recent that Departed got beat up so bad. You can count on one hand, yeah, the amount of times that that's ever occurred, mm-hmm. where there's just you know not—I don't know—it it, it really did feel um, it was painful to watch because obviously as a member of Departed, right. I, I I felt helpless, mm-hmm. um, and well, I so did I, and I was out on the field. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Sixteen tube getting blown up by uh, uh, Big City Slams in the in that finals. Um, and congratulations to Liz and Big City Slams for really a remarkable run, uh, a great day for them, and getting the championship belt. Yeah, they got the, the inaugural uh, slow pitch championship belt, mm-hmm. uh, and a lot of the, the team that participated in that uh, in that tournament, the slow pitch tournament, was on the fast pitch team as well. Right. Uh, I would say the majority of the players, maybe seven or eight. Yeah, I would right around there. I think that's about right. Uh, they came in and. Those players won the fast pitch championship as well, beating guess who? Me, departed. Um, Fight Milk. So Fight Milk wins the fast pitch championship, uh, 5 4 over departed. Um, a few extra players, but for the most part, you know, majority of the same players. And uh, that was Danica, that was B, B, D, yeah. uh, winning that one as the captain, right? Yeah. Uh, Danica Diamond Haller and uh, fantastically ran team. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, it, again, another f- great group of players that all really seemed to mesh really well. Yeah. You, you, I mean, they had a great solid team. It's like uh, Zach Frey, Sean, um, Graham was on that team. CC, Liz, obviously Danica. Yeah, um, I, I'm not gonna run through all the players, but uh, yeah, great, great back-to-back big tournaments, and that was a good showing for those players. Absolutely. So that was a five-four win in the fast pitch against Departed. Uh, then we takes us to the underdog. Well, I'll tell you what. Oh, let me just wrap up the Kickmania stuff because um, I know I was really excited about the idea of having a game with the slow pitch versus the mm-hmm. fast pitch uh, championship winners. You know, unfortunately, this year it wasn't able to to pan out because of the fact that the same team essentially won and both tournaments, them. and that's outstanding. Yeah. Um, we did offer, I did, uh, we did offer the discount for people to bring the same team both uh, tournaments, uh, but it had to be the same exact roster. That mm-hmm. way, there'd be no question as to whether right. or not 
that team was the undisputed you know champion of fast pitch and slow pitch. Mm-hmm. If they had won both tournaments with the same team, then they walk away with that trophy. But um, it wasn't the same team. Um, yeah, we were, I mean, it, I didn't feel like we were dishonoring anybody. No, no, not yeah. at all. And it's still there. I, I, to me, I think we generated some excitement about the concept. Mm-hmm. I think there's some, um, you know, still some excitement about uh, bringing it back and doing it again. Mm-hmm. And I'd love to make that happen. So, um, you know, think about it now. Start, you know, planning it, uh, planning for next season. I fully intend to to run that Kickmania tournament again. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd love to see, you know, someone walk away with that trophy. Little, little Kickmania too. Yeah, Kickmania too. Yeah, and. Uh, and a real MVP was our good friend Diddy. Diddy, yeah, absolutely. Diddy really did an incredible job. A lot of the things people don't always see at the field, but you generally see her, and she is working her ass off. Doesn't give about give a shit about who's winning. You know, she's our dear friend, but she's never cared whether or not I win or not. She really has always cared about everybody having a good time and providing a great experience for everybody, and she really backboned that whole event. Yeah, uh, Diddy, thank you. I know you always listen, and uh, I really always appreciate you you helping us out so dearly. Um, All right, so that's a wrap. That's a bow on Kick Mania, but look forward to it uh, next season. Yeah. Um, I'd love to do it again, and you know, hopefully, maybe this time well, I'll get to participate. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, so it gets us to Underdog, and uh, we'll cover the last two big seasons of Underdog Midcore. Obviously, not that we're not trying to cover the softcore stuff, which uh, uh, this isn't a real diss on them. Uh, Really, it boils down to me not knowing a lot about the players and the teams that play in softcore. Sure, and you know, let's be real. Maybe, maybe there's a little bit of therapy going on here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, obviously, Departed had a, a ton of experience um, in the other side of the you know the the win loss category, yeah. which is not necessarily something there you know that we're accustomed to. Uh, um, definitely. Yeah, been get, we, Departed's been getting beat up pretty good, but we're learning a lot about ourselves mm-hmm. and learning, you know, uh, you know that sometimes we need to kind of take, you know, a step back and, and yeah. analyze and retool. And Departed's coming from lots of seasons where we we were get, where we were putting the lumps on people, and now we're taking them. Yeah, but this happens. It does. It's it's part of sports. You play sports long enough, you're gonna you're absolutely gonna yeah. lose. You will um, lose. So so kick assets. Yep, kick assets beats Departed. In that summer, summer summer underdog midcore tournament, yep, right? four to three. Uh, Kick Assets is a phenomenal team. Uh, Travis Harmon's a great captain. Mateo third base, and, and you got uh, uh, Dylan out there, and you got Kim Joy. Kim, uh, you know, D- yeah. Dylan's one of the most underrated players. Um, I, I don't think a lot of people think of him as you know a top tier player. Anthony but Anthony Stefanello. Yeah, they, you know they you know, they've they've just got no Stacey's holes, no holes, team. no holes in yeah, that. Yeah, no that holes. Team. I mean, phenomenal team. Uh, I would never take anything as Anna Shaw on that team. I yeah. think she is, right? Is she? I'm yeah. pretty sure she is. You know, like, uh, kick assets, phenomenal team. And, would you know, we're right there with them. Mm-hmm. We are just as competitive, and and uh, they, they just have deserved the last two championships now. We haven't covered this previous championship they just won. They are now the defending back-to-back champions. Yeah, they won summer and fall. And late summer, early fall. Is that what it's called? I think it's just summer and just fall. Summer. And then this year, the, the the one coming up is late fall. Late fall. So, and then uh, they follow with that first summer championship with the 5-4 win over Departed. Go right into the true summer championship um, and beat 21 outs this time. 
Floyd Wells gets a chance to lose in the finals. I, I mean, I've only lost a bunch in the finals. Someone else gets a turn, you know? Yeah, especially, especially recently. Yeah, especially um, recently, yeah. That, but, like, hey, listen, like I said, you know, th- these are the types of things that I think you told a story once uh, on the podcast about um, someone watching mm-hmm. a national championship yep. game or something yep. and watching the team celebrate. Uh-huh. I think it was uh, it was the wide receiver from Cincinnati. Something like that. I think it was a wide receiver from Cincinnati. It wasn't a national championship game. It was, like, the Sugar Bowl. Yeah, one of the bowl games. One of the bowl games. And uh, they had just lost to Georgia. This was uh, last year. Dudes out there watching Georgia celebrate this victory. And I think if you watch the game, Georgia versus Cincinnati, uh, I'm going to get the score wrong, but I know I'm close. It was like 21-23. And he stood out there and watched Georgia celebrate. Why? I mean, I know why. Because you want to absorb that feeling. You want to know what it's like to not want to feel this ever again in your life. Yeah. Um, I know a lot about, I know I've done a lot of growing in, in my life recently, this last couple of years. Um, and there's a thing that we've, we've talked about, like who likes winning more, mm-hmm. who likes this more. I know I gotta, I kind of have to deal with this. I hate losing more than I actually enjoy winning. Yeah. Like uh, if you were to value those two, yeah, yeah, yeah. the thought of losing is so strong with me and it's a more impact to me than actually winning. You know, it's interesting. I know you and I have had this conversation. I don't think we've ever really Mm -hmm. discussed it on the podcast. But for me, I I have so many people who I am dear friends with that I play against and have lost against. And um, I'm I think I'm really pretty good about just understanding how much I can impact their emotional state if I'm like like showing just how sad or upset I am at losing. So Mm -hmm. I, I move on from the feeling of loss pretty quickly so I can make sure that Mm -hmm. I don't impact their experience winning because I, I want them to feel good about winning. I want them to have that experience without it being tainted. Oh yeah. That that makes total sense for me. I absolutely. And I hope people know this about me. And that's a, that's a thing that I, I don't always think people know me well enough to understand me. I never actually want to impact anybody's good time. Yeah. It's never about their good time. And it's for me personally, that's probably the hardest thing that I have to deal with is like, I would, if I could never participate in impacting somebody's good time, like that would make me the happiest person ever. It really is. What, what I show is almost always like what's in me and I'm just so exposed, right? Everything I do is outward that I'm like it, you know, and I'm not going to give myself now here. I can do better. Yeah. I can totally do better. Yeah. But uh, generally, everybody sees how I'm feeling. They, like, maybe they can feel how I'm feeling. And I hate the idea of, like, ever impacting somebody's good time, you know? Yeah. I, I've always I've always kind of equated it. and I've, I, uh, So, you know how when you stare too closely at something, you know, you sometimes don't necessarily see the beauty of the big picture, right? Like penis. So like, <laughs> no, you know what I, what I actually, my joke's always been, uh, if, if you look at an ass too closely, all you see is asshole, right? So like, um, in, in those moments, uh, beam, I challenge you take a step back and make sure you see that whole ass because that's, that's where you're going to see Are the you beauty. Saying don't stare at the brown eye. Don't stare at, don't stare at the asshole. <laughs> don't stare at the asshole. I'll do my best. Beam, I'm trying to help you. I'll do my best. Let me help myself. <laughs> take a step back and admire that ass. Oh. I love a good ass. Let me tell you, I love a good ass. We got to move on. All right, let's do this. Okay, so kick assets wins uh, 10 5 over 21 outs. 
Um, I think 20 miles made a big improvement this past year. Um, getting to the finals, that's a team that's never been in the finals. I'll be honest. I think everyone would just want, wants to beat the shit out of the departed. <laughs> I think at this point, I think that, uh, let's let's keep it real, guys. Like uh, I think I don't think anybody cares who wins as long as it wasn't as us. long yeah. as long as it wasn't departed. I think everyone was you kind know, of happy. You know the proof to that. that the proof to that was when they took the photo afterwards. The, the team. It was both fucking teams. Yeah, dude. they were like, "Hey guys, we did it. it we did it. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah, no, Maybe. it's never about. Listen, I'm. We're joking. <laughs> we know it's not about us, but we also know that you guys love to beat the shit out of us. That's cool. <laughs> Honestly. We'll real we'll retool oh, yeah. and we'll we'll get oh, better. Yeah. We'll I, learn and honestly, we want to be better. We want you guys to like mm-hmm. playing with us and against us. Um, so I don't know if that's happening right now, and we're gonna fix that. Yeah. Well, we, we, okay. Um, we're just gonna stay on this topic. One of the things that uh, that has hurt Departed is we have not had one of our big uh, pillars of the team. You know, and she's been dealing with being pregnant. This dealing whole, with being pregnant, yeah. yeah. Well, we, honestly, the way the way that she unfortunately has to do know, <laughs> has to experience pregnancy, it is if, a little if bit. If you guys dealing. know Audrey Kirby, that poor woman like has having had morning sickness for two pregnancies in a row. Yeah. For the entire length of uh, the pregnancy. Yeah. And you know she really is like a like a guiding force on her team. She really levels us out. You know nobody gets uh, nobody gets too hot when she's around, and um, she's been pregnant for two years now. Yeah. Right. So one with Kaladin, and now with the new child on the way, and and I don't have a name yet. I I suggested Laser Beam. It's well, a strong name. Yeah. That's a, and Claudio, obviously, yeah. that's, no one's gonna, no one else is gonna have it. No. So, it's, <laughs> but no, um, no. She, listen, she's she's yeah. uh, good enough to be the pillar on two teams. Yeah. You know? She's yeah. she's the captain of the daddies, and and you know, again, a, a fantastic teammate i've been playing with her for 10 years so Mm -hmm. um yeah things will be a a lot better when she's Uh, yeah i think i think in april when when she gets back or maybe it's early early next year when she gets back i think the team looks way different um with our you know our major you know she's like a captain on the team basically yeah well i'll tell you what let's do this because i i know that what ends up happening as soon as uh, we start talking about the departed, people start tuning out. Yeah. Okay. So let's go, let's go ahead and move Maybe on. Maybe we can cut that out. Nobody else wants to do this. All right, hey, let's, let's do Wakapalooza, though. Wakapalooza, baby. Yeah. It was fun. It was, it was a, a good time. big one. Uh, that's a big representation for Portland, right? It was. Uh, Portland was fortunate enough to have uh, representatives on mm-hmm. the winners the winners uh, of each of the tournaments there. So the three big tournaments, right? The three big tournaments. The first one started off on Friday. We had the the inaugural founder Women's Founders Cup mm-hmm. tournament, and we had some of the the best ladies in Portland mm-hmm. representing us uh, on a team uh, called They Want It. Um, Who wants it? Oh, they want it, but we want it more. We wanted it more, uh, and and that's then that's what happened. They walked away with that Founders Cup championship. That's a national championship, right? That's a I mean, national that was, championship. That's yeah. teams from all over the country. Yeah, the team the team that we had on the field had people from uh, you know Denver, from Portland. Um, I I think there were a couple of other cities represented uh, represented, but mm-hmm. I'm not 100 percent sure where uh, people were from. Um, sorry, I wasn't better prepared, but I, I know what I what I was was thoroughly impressed by the talent on all the teams that yeah. were you know playing on that field. Well, let's go ahead and give a shout out to all the girls in that team. You had Cece, you had Liz Donovan, you had Darcy, you had Danica, Jackie, and Kim Joy. Um, big time representing representing Portland on that one. 
Um, the score to that game, if they win, is two to one. It's over regifted. Regifted, and, and and it was a game that 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 finals game was a um, a rematch of a game that had occurred earlier on that day, where um, regifted handed um, they wanted their first loss, the first and only loss of Holy the tournament. Shit. So um, one 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 run. I think it was yeah. I think it was a one run game also, yeah. and um, you yeah. know it it was really uh, one of those moments where we kind of had to take a step back and do a gut check, and and we found a way to overcome. Well, um, you don't win a game two to one without playing solid defense, without like looking the person in the mirror and being like, okay, you know, here we are, let's do it. Yeah, you need you need good pitching, you need yeah. great defense, you need uh, timely hit, you know, kicking. Uh, and and fortunately, you know, uh, they won. It was yeah, able to. Nobody's gonna give it to you. No. No, not these championship. These these national games, these national level tournaments, nobody's giving you shit. No. Nope. And you got to go out there and play uh, strong fundies, right? It's about the fundies, you know, moving the base runners around, not kicking the pop ups, uh, not dropping balls, not throwing at the runners. And two one says the fundamentals were followed. Um, defense was played tight. And you weren't given a whole lot. No, that, that's what two one tells me. No, and I, and I'll tell you uh, what I saw consistently were you know women who were able to make that throw from three to three to one, and and get some of the fastest girls out hmm. with amazing cannon arms. Wow. It was impressive to see. Who played third base for uh, they won it. Uh, we had, so we started the day with Lori playing, um, Lori, who's a, a, a girl from another city, uh, who's a fantastic player. We had, uh, our, our, our third baseman and our catcher, uh, were two of the most dynamic athletes I've, I've seen. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, during the first game, one was playing third and then they swapped out after they realized that mm -hmm. I think the catcher that had started would have been better suited playing third. So, um, Lori ended up playing, uh, you know, th uh, for uh, catcher, hmm. and then Tiara T would uh, would play three, and, and she had a rifle. Okay, so we had Jackie pitching. Jackie pitched for the majority of the game uh, or the games, and uh, we had another uh, uh, person named Amy who is also another dynamic you mm -hmm. know athlete and player. Now we have CC, Liz, Darcy, Danica, Kim, all filled in the rest of the positions on the field. Yep. Yep. Yeah, man, big ups to them. That's a big fucking deal, and you deserve all the praise you're getting. It was one of the most things I've been able to kind of be a part of, and um, it was so great to see everyone, um, you know, play and, and play at a high level and, and walk away with something that I know that they wanted. Yeah. We got a little more uh, hardware to go on the mount uh, with uh, Graham winning the Open. Yeah, the, uh, the Wakapalooza uh, Open was won by uh, Graham Duff on a team, I believe it was called Double Double or Nothing? Double or Nothing is what I got written down. Yeah, Double or Nothing. That was the Open. That was the Open. And then uh, the Founders Cup was won uh, by uh, a couple of uh, por uh, Portland players as well. Or oh. a Portland player, at least, I believe. Uh, Who was that? Uh, Zach Frey was yeah, on that team. nobody fucking cares. <laughs> He's so hot right now, though. Nobody fucking is cares. He, is he not hot anymore? Nobody fucking yeah. cares. <laughs> Zach, you're too fucking cool, bro. He's a good guy. Uh, he's a good guy. No, I, and I, you know, I got to spend a little bit more time with Zach, and mm -hmm. you know, he's just a sweetheart. He's one of the, the nicest people I know. He's 125 pounds soaking wet. Yeah, that's and, and honestly, he throws it around well. Yeah, he does. <laughs> Zach, you're cool. Uh, great job winning for dope. Graham, great job for winning uh, double or nothing. And people from Portland, great job for representing Portland at Wakapalooza. <sighs> yeah. The crowd goes wild. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's move on. All right. Hey, uh, but it, it, it seriously, Waka Palooza was amazing. 
Um, it made me realize that I should maybe act my age. Uh, <laughs> I'm probably <laughs> going to take a little bit of time away from partying or drinking. Um, I, I, I don't remember half of the experience, but it was, I know that it was great. Yeah. I know that I, I didn't do anything that bad. So yeah. that, that's good. I mean, I wasn't arrested. That, that, that's what's <laughs> going with it, right? And, and, and you caught your flight? Yeah, I caught my flight. Um, I know there's people who didn't, like Ariel was stuck on on uh, delay. Yeah, I had a delay, but it, yeah. it, it was because of uh, high wind advisories. Yeah. It kind of caused me to I think, uh, I don't know if you guys know Jennifer Gloxton. 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 She got stuck on like a two day delay or yeah. some shit like that. Ended up in band and stuff. It was like fucking nuts. Yeah, man. we had people kind of considering, you know, flying to, you know, places like Seattle instead so they can, you know, just drive you or know, San like, Francisco. You know, like the interesting thing was how quite, quite fast that community. Was like, hey, like, how can we help each other out? Yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, that was really cool. I, I think we got to get into like the big topic of the day, which is OKC Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Yeah, right, the big OKC. Day. It's the it's the week before tournament mm-hmm. Sunday, which means it's moving day in the rankings. Okay, this and it's is gonna be crazy. This is big time moving days. I don't think uh, whoever scheduled OKC even thought. That today would be a big fucking day as far as, or I mean tomorrow, tomorrow's Sunday, today's Saturday, um, as far as the rankings go. It is so crazy the kinds of games you're going to have representative. So I can tell you for a fact that no one knew what it was going to, you know, kind of lean out to be or play, you know, play out to be because it was a random number generator. Mm-hmm. We, we assigned numbers to every team and we didn't know what everything was going to look mm-hmm. like. We just ran the, the program and this is what turned out and it couldn't have turned out any better. It's going to be freaking lit. Okay, let me just run out the rankings really quick. Uh, Ice is bad, blunts, one, two, three. Boots and bass, BFA, daddies, four, five, six. Ritual, sluts, grass stains, seven, eight, nine. Vipers, Hammerside, Chups, uh, 10, 11, 12. Uh, Aloha, Indies, Balloon Hands, and AOD rounds out everything else. Uh, 13 through 12, 16. 13 through 16. Okay, so that's that's the rankings as they exist. Okay, um, You've got Isis at 12 and 1, who's leading the pack. Yep. Okay? Bad behind him, 10, 1, and 2, right on their ass. Yep. And they lead the day mm-hmm. off playing against mm-hmm. each other, guys. So that was that's okay. Let's, let's just. Let's just say it. You rarely have a one-two matchup. Maybe twice a season. Maybe. Yeah, and it it all depends on where they are in the rankings at the time that they play right, each right, other right. too. Like right? you, like obviously the one-two will always play each other in a season, but very rarely are they one, one two and the two at the time of playing it. Right. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow you have ISIS versus Bad Company. Ten a.m. There isn't going to be a better game to watch. No, and honestly, I've got the best seat in the house. Are you a part of the game? I'm reffing that game. Holy fuck. Good lord. I feel bad for you guys. It's going to be so freaking fun. Um it, if you are at all interested in kickball, okay? You have if if you believe in kickball, okay? And if you enjoy watching these games, you've got no business to be anywhere else than at the field and watching these two teams play. Yeah. This this is going to be lights out. Um ISIS technically does not have an actual loss. No. They have a forfeit. Against a BFA, I think. Yep. Yeah. There was a forfeit. Uh, was it COVID related? Uh, I mean, no, I uh, think. No, no, it was injury related. Oh, injury related. 
Yeah. And they, they just couldn't field the team. They forfeited against, uh, it was BFA. It yeah. was, um, I, I was refereeing the game that ISIS was playing when all of their players started just dropping the injury. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, technically speaking, they have a forfeit loss, um, 12 wins, one forfeited loss. They're looking solid. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Chris, what's his last name? He's, he's their top end pitcher. And then you got Joshua Tool, yeah. number two. You can't put me on the spot like this. I can't remember people's last names. Anyways, well, you got Chris and Josh, two top end pitching. Um, Andy and all the guys on that team um, are very, very good. Uh, they have been playing together for a very long time. They had another team in recess time that was really stacked. Um, I can't remember their team name, but that, I mean, they, oh, the collection uh, of players. Fleet Week? No, that no. Was, no. Something something like Cowboys or something like um, uh, like a. Well, I'm tying. I know I'm tying uh, Andy up with Fleet Week, right? Because no. Andy was on Fleet Week. No, no, who no. was on Fleet Week? That that was uh, Colleen's team, Fleet Week. Wasn't that's well, right? Maybe I might. I mean, oh, these guys oh, will know. Well, I know. I know who you're talking about. These guys will know. Anyways, this team has been collected together for a very long time. They know how to play together. Um, Ingles. 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 There it is. Ingles. Ingles. Yeah, it was a caravan. That's the. It's you know Western related. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got Ingles. Um. So ISIS, strong, strong representation for a long time. Daddies. That's that's. I mean, we were talking about how this tax up, and I think Daddies has. Probably the best defense out there. We're in, internal defense. Well, uh, I, I think defense. we're yeah. I think our our outfield specifically is where the the majority of our strength lies, and um, I I just feel like we're peaking at the right mm-hmm. time. I think we're you know it, it took a little bit of time to get some of the rust off of us, and mm-hmm. um, I'm looking forward to seeing how how it shakes out because ISIS is playing against bad company, and the the second mm-hmm. game that they play that day, they're playing against they're playing against the daddy. So yeah, ISIS has. ISIS is playing two. Yeah. It's a one one two matchup at ten AM and a one six matchup at twelve twenty. Yeah. I mean, for ISIS, you I mean maybe they could have played blunts and that would but they played them last week, I think. Mm-hmm. Um by far the toughest day out there, uh one this weekend. This weekend is ISIS. And that's gonna be another great game to watch if you can watch that game, the ISIS Daddies game. Um, another couple games out there to watch is uh, Betty Ford versus Boot and Base at eleven ten. Uh, that's a th- that's a five four matchup. So who's got a harder day tomorrow? Do you think it's BFA uh, or do you think it's Blunts? Because we got BFA facing Boots and Base, and then BFA facing Ritual Sacrifice. No, Boot BFA. Uh, BFA plays Boots and Base. BFA plays Blunts. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. BFA plays boots and base. BFA plays blunts. I'm going to say this. I don't know that it matters because potentially both teams can take two losses. Yeah. I mean, you look at it and you go, ISIS playing daddy's toss-up game. ISIS playing bad company. Toss-up, toss-up game. game. Like, that, like, you flip a coin twice. Those, are, those could be two losses for ISIS tomorrow. Right? I mean, these are, yeah, these are the one through six teams mm-hmm. that are all in, in really mm-hmm. – nail biter type games and blunts or uh, uh, betty ford playing boots and bass that's a toss-up game yeah uh betty ford playing blunts i think that's 70 30 blunts personally i mean i've told you this i've told anybody who's asked me or has want to talk about uh okc i think blunts has the best top end pitching in the league 
and I don't think first of all you you could throw you know either one of their pitchers mm-hmm. out there and yeah and Razo and Graham you know they're they're two number ones yeah uh, Razo Graham and then Lloyd right those are I think their three pitchers so Lloyd probably start start the tournament for them and they'll run with Razo and Graham afterwards yeah you're gonna you're gonna give Lloyd the the biggest you know like heartfelt like compliment this, this there. might like, be the just, first shout out i've given him since like the second episode of the podcast since he was on the show with us <laughs> yeah. Yeah. no um, it's like just to be be able to be mentioned in the same you know yeah. breath as some you know those top two pitchers right it's, so i i mean if i'm looking at the, if i'm just looking at the schedule uh, or the games i think blunts probably upends betty ford i just think blunts it's tough to score on blunts it is just absolutely tough to score on them it, it doesn't matter which good pitcher they throw out there you're not going to score a lot of runs, and um, we could see we could see teams like ISIS dropping to three. We could see teams mm-hmm. like you know you know Blunts moving up to one. Um, you know we could see Daddy's jumping from mm-hmm. six to four. Um, that that one through seven you know lineup there can can yep. have any sort of number of um, you know jumps and moves yep. and shakes uh, to make uh, this this following Sunday that tournament Sunday. Uh, so much more interesting. Uh, Blunts has a big day too. Yeah, Blunts is playing Betty Ford, which is a uh, number five team. So Blunts at three, Betty Ford at five, and the sneaky tough game for Blunts is Blunts versus Ritual Sacrifice. Yeah, and the question there is where is Perard? Where is Perard? Is is Perard going to be at the field? Where is Brandon? Brandon, are you going to be there? Yeah, Brandon, can you hear me? <laughs> are you going to be there? <laughs> I need you. I need you to show up. We need you to make this as true a shakeout of a season as yep. possible. Let's see what happens. Because I'll tell you what. Let me give you some incentive. Because depending on where those one through seven teams mm-hmm. rank, it means that you're either playing at nine a.m. or ten a.m. Ten yeah. fifteen or nine a.m. So where do you want to fall, Big Daddy? <laughs> Let's look at those time slots. Let's look at time slots. Um, so for those of you that don't know, the tournament is. Next weekend, it is next weekend. Um, we're talking like the we have not been playing at 9 a.m. this entire season. A lot of us, you know, we're all adults, we're childless bastards. Um, so we go out and party Saturday night, right? And everybody's like in barely recovery mode by 10 a.m. Well, guess what? Tournament day, first game's at 9 a.m. Fuck that noise. Um, if you are seeds three, four, five, and six. Guess what time you're playing? You are playing at 9 a.m., my friends. If you are seeds 11, 12, 13, 14, guess what seat you get to what time you're playing? You are playing at 9 a.m. <laughs> so um, eight teams have the the dubious honor of playing at 9 a.m. And I'll tell you what, I can I know for a fact I am likely to be playing at 9 9 a.m. Yeah. And I'm okay with it because I'm on the board. I'm going to be at the fields anyway because I got to do field setup. Mm-hmm. I'm. It doesn't matter to me. I'm going to be mm-hmm. up at the crack of dawn. I'll have had breakfast, coffee. I'll be good to go. But will you? Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> like, it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be rough. It's gonna be tough. I mean, a 9 a.m. game. That's for the most of us. You got to get up at seven to do that. So where is the money? Where's the money spot for you? Because really, what what that means is that you want to be either the number one team, yeah, or two, the number two team. The number seven, seven team, eight. or the number eight team, right? Or you could be the nine team, ten, the ten team, the fifteen, <laughs> the fifteen, or the sixteen. Yep. 
So, you know, if, if you're looking to kind of, you know, hedge your bets and mm-hmm. try to make sure that you're, you're there, that, that, that's the game you want to play. You want to make sure your players are sober and awake. Yeah, you, you want to aim for a 10 o'clock game. So, I mean, I, I will never advocate for someone throwing a game. Neither do I. But I will absolutely advocate for teams to play better for a better position. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And, and that's what it's about this weekend. Yep. So, if like, for, for me, I know there's no way for me to, you know, kind of get you out get of that. that one-two spot. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I can't get to that one-two spot. So, I'm, 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 I've come to terms with the fact that I'll be playing at 9 a.m. in all likelihood. Um, you know, unless, unless I, you know, unless we lose, you know, daddies get roughed up and you get to seven. Yeah. If we get to seven, then, you know, if that's the case, then, you know, we're, we're going to be there early with games. no game. Yeah. But sucks. No, Hey, you guys don't want to play us in the first round. If we're, if we're ranked that low, no. let's go. It, it, well, if daddies are ranked seven, I think they just screw the whole tournament up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, you're not going to get that yeah. from us. We do, we yeah. don't throw games. We're, you know, if we, if we lose, it's because we got beat. Yep. Um, another thing is tomorrow we're going to do another episode. And we're going to cover how these games went. Yeah. We're, I mean, we're talking about how it could shake out. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be it's going to be more fun to talk about how it does shake out. Do you want to do, throw some predictions out there? Um, uh, we, uh, one disclaimer. You cannot predict a daddy's game. I cannot predict a daddy's game. Nope. Okay. So to me, the game that kind of lines everything up has to be that bad company versus ISIS game, right? right. You want to You want to give me a winner? Yeah, I, I think Bad Company is gonna, mm. you know, defeat ISIS there. Um, and I think the the caveat is, it, it does Bad Company have their full squad? Yeah, because yeah. How, how ready are they to go? They they unfortunately are habitually um, hungover, either hungover or light. Yeah. lightweight because there are people who just don't show up on time or you know don't make it to the first game and uh, that's a 10 a.m game that's a 10 a.m game and and that's a game that uh, you know they need to win you know, in order to you know get in that top spot you know, the fuck the thing is though is let's say you show up late not only are you on yourself about being late but then stephanie scroggins is gonna fucking chew <laughs> your ass out yeah for being late i i, I could never be late to a game where she's the captain of because I, I just I don't like when Scroggins is on my ass. RDS is like ruthless. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's not someone you want to have on your bad no. side. All right. What about uh, give me a, give me a winner. Uh, BFA boots and base. Man, BFA boots and base is another. I think that's the biggest coin flip game of the day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. They're evenly matched. Yeah. I, I, I think boots and base uh, finds a way to prevail in that game. Me too. Um, uh, on the Bad Company ISIS game, I take Bad Company as well. And uh, Boots versus BFA. I take Boots. Uh, Corey Coleman knows how to captain a team. And, well, Stacy's Stacey, the real captain. officially the captain, but, yeah. uh, but Corey, yeah, Corey's got that savvy vet. He, mm-hmm. Corey, just like me, doesn't have to be the captain to be a captain. You know? No, like, you, you, you know, you're going you're gonna to help your team any way you can. Uh, what about BFA Blunts? BFA Blunts, uh, to me, is uh, Blunts all day. Me too. Blunts is tough, man. They are just tough. They're tough all day, and they play solid defense, and they just fucking mow you down with their pitching. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, they're a tough out. They're a B- Blunts is like a like a team you just want to play when when they're all fucking hungover and half their team's gone. No, I, no I, I'll tell you what. I want all their team there, and I want to play them ideally in a championship game. Yeah. That's that's what I want. Uh, the sneaky, I think the sneaky most interesting game 
out there is going to be Blunts versus Ritual with Perard if he's on the mound. Yeah. Oh, is is Perard there? Is, is Perard, Perard there? there? Or uh, is it or is it Pittman and his bounce pitch? Uh, pity in the bounce pitch, man. I mean, he'll, he'll, he can mess with you. He'll fuck with you. All right, who do you got? Blunts versus Ritual. Blunts versus Ritual. Um, BFA versus Ritual or Blunts versus Ritual? Do they play Ritual? Uh, oh, it's Blunts. Blunts Ritual. Uh, Blunts Ritual. 3-7 matchup. Blunts Ritual. Man, I I just I don't I mean unless Perard's there, Perard gives him a puncher's chance. Mm-hmm. I you know I I think you gotta go blunts. I I agree. This is a uh, interesting one. Today we are in full agreement. I don't think we'll ever do this again. <laughs> this is gross. Ew. <laughs> uh, Ew get off me! It's like kissing my me. sister. <laughs> I don't have a sister. Yeah, me neither. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, we got blunts over ritual. Just so we're all in the clear, we have full four four uh, game agreement. Uh, bad company over ISIS, boots over BFA, blunts over ritual. We haven't called blunts versus BFA. And blunts over BFA. Did we call that one already? Yeah. Yeah. So we're saying blunt or BFA is taking two L's tomorrow. So how's that? So how's that look? How's that look? How's that pan out? Oh, so man. In, in that case, if because we can't call that, that the daddy's we'll ISIS call game. Daddy game. So that means that in this case. ISIS likely drops to two with it, bad jumping to one. Yeah. No. That'd be a big maybe. Well, so if bad beats ISIS, bad beats ISIS. they're even. With, and then, oh, you know what? I think ISIS. ISIS would still need to lose to daddies. They would still need to lose in order to drop. So we can't do that. Yeah. So it's it's it'd still be ISIS one, yeah. bad two. Mm-hmm. Blunts would be at three. Mm-hmm. And then with boots and base winning against... BFA. BFA. They'd likely stay at four. Mm-hmm. And then BFA losing both games. They would likely go all the way down to seven. Yep. Or at least six. At least six. Yep. At least six. Um, I think tomorrow if, when these scores come out, I think there's going to be so many eyes wide open, you know? Yeah. Uh Tomorrow we will call moving day, as yeah. they would say. Right? It's 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 like it's Pack like your Saturday shit. at the PGA Tour, man. It's yep. moving day. Pack up your shit, you know. Find another spot. Yeah. Uh, I incredible lineup of games. Incredible. You have just a slew of games from ten to one thirty. Ten to two twenty. Ten to two twenty. Because I, that, that, I don't have any two twenty games written down. Oh, do we not? I didn't write anything down for two twenty, mm. but. I'm sure we can all look at the schedule and find something good. Um, well, so, I think that's it, guys. I think so too. Well, as as we mentioned, um, you know, we're all playing kickball tomorrow. After that, we, Beam and I are gonna get back together. We're gonna talk about how it all shook out. Um, I've had a great time. It's good to see you again. Likewise, brother. All right, take it easy. Bye, mom.